1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Howdy. Welcome to Texas Front Porch. I'm the trail boss, Texas. Riding right shotgun with me, as always, is Jason McLean. If this is your first visit, go ahead and subscribe to Texas Front Porch on YouTube. Maybe even you give us that old thumbs up. And y'all be sure to share us out. Tell your friends, your in-laws, hell, even your outlaws. And don't forget to hit that little bell so you don't miss nothing. You can always catch us on Odyssey Radio and iHeartRadio. If you want to give us a shout, we're over yonder on the Facebook. Or you're welcome to shoot us an email at paracryptedencounters at gmail.com or papers at yahoo.com. And if you want to be real neighborly, text us at 972-559-0988. If y'all take a liking into what we're doing and would like to support us, the Super Chats are open. Or you can Venmo us at text 6717. We look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy the show, folks. And we're live. That's for you, Carrie. How the hell are y'all doing? I hope y'all had a good weekend. It is Monday, and it is. It, you know what? It's been a. It's been a hell of a last couple of days. Um, a lot going on, as y'all know. But uh, it's it, you know what? It's going to be OK, guys. It's going to be all right. And it. Uh, I am. I, I'm so overjoyed that I am without Jason tonight. I don't have Jason. So, you know, the, the, the gloves are off and I can finally do what I want to do because, you know, he kind of he, he's kind of a wet blanket. You know, he holds me back. But my co-host tonight, Katie Bar the door, anything goes. And as soon as Nick shows up, I mean, I don't know what he's got going, something may come up, but we're waiting on him. But what do y'all see who's with me tonight? Because it don't happen very often. Let's get him on up here, the lovely, <laughs> the talented Jessica Jones.
2: I hate tax. Hey. Hey, Texas. It's always a pleasure being on Texas Front Porch with you.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm glad you said that since uh, you're part of the channel, you know. <laughs> I, know.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. We, we we do a few shows together every now and then. So, yeah, every it's once fun. In a
0: while, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, the thing about it is the scheduling thing, I mean, it's just, and now, and I'm going to announce it tonight, um, Y'all, y'all not going to see a, as much of, as much of me as you have in the, in the past for a while. Um, unfortunately, because my work schedule was changing and I've got to go to nights. So we, okay. I'm going to explain, go over the crazy 24 hour period when this happened. I'm not going to get all down in the mouth about it, but I just want I want y'all to know why this happened. And, uh, Thank you, Paranormal Highway. Um, I'm going to go into that in a little bit too. Um, okay, so 11:30 one morning, we're get we're in the middle of lunch at work. Boss comes down. He goes, "Hey," says, "Uh, for y'all, for well, for y'all that don't know, we had one of the guys on the crew. There's only we only have nine people on our crew, so we're you know we're, we're pretty tight." And uh, he had had a stroke and he was in the hospital. We got a message of the day before. He was doing better. He was stable. He comes down. He goes, Hey, there's no easy way to say this. John passed away today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm having to go to nights to cover his shift. We've already got one guy out recouping from a car wreck. So we finish out the shift. I go home, go to bed get up next morning i wake up to a text and i get up at 3 30 in the morning when i'm working day shift i get up at 3 30 in the morning go to work and uh i wake up to a text that you know about carrie i'm and all, 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 all the only text i got was carrie's gone carrie's dead so i'm scrambling to find out what happened you know when what's going on and everything is then i find out um d sims lady in the woods had a heart attack mm. i'm like oh, good grief you know oh my gosh
2: so it's been a tough week tax it, it, so it was sorry. it was
0: it was just it was just weird i mean you know when it rains it pours and so it was a lot to process mm. um you know and we've you know those of us that knew carrie you know me jason you know uh daniella you know and, and several others in, in, in the community i mean i know everybody was shocked you know but i've known Carrie for like six years <laughs> probably seven by this point um it was it was just i mean it was surreal i was i was waiting for it was a misidentification he's actually okay or, or to wake up from a bad dream something yeah so anyway we got you know we got all that hashed out and found out what happened and all this kind of stuff got a hold to linda and you know let her know that we you know we're there for anything she needs and uh it uh so it's, it's been kind of a, a crazy you know a couple of three four whatever days and uh yeah, MH Carrie Arnold he was killed in a car wreck just outside of Pecos Texas I believe um it uh and, and I, I I pre Dazzle, I see a lot of people so sorry for your loss and I appreciate that but don't be sorry for me okay send your thoughts and prayers to their families you know um we're gonna deal with this and, and we're we're gonna do it like Carrie wanted it, you know, would have would have wanted us to do it. So this is how it's gonna be. On the lighter side, <laughs> I made my cartoon debut last night.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I did <A> cartoon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, we gotta um,
2: hear about that, Tax.
0: Um well you know what? Um We 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 could get him up here, and and maybe he can tell us about it because I, I want everybody to go over and watch it and everything. Um, it was really it was it wasn't a it wasn't a big part. It was one line.
2: Okay.
0: But um, <laughs> it was it was fun, and uh, there's more to come. So okay, it uh, one line in a cartoon.
2: Fun. You yeah
0: yeah as, <laughs> like, as as a uh, as the uh the king of the mer, mer people or general oh the my mer gosh
2: you so, sound like yeah. a merman i'm just gonna say <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and it, yeah my line was y'all done y'all guys done messed with the wrong god <laughs> so <laughs> so it was
2: a it was a texan merman huh <laughs> with a, well, a nice you know, texan he was, southern accent <laughs> well
0: Hey, he could have been a he could have been from the Gulf of Mexico. Nobody knows.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, from hey, the Lone Star. Look who we got here. Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Nick, my brother.
0: How are you, Tex?
1: Hey, I'm man. doing good,
0: man. I, I'm doing good. It's been a while.
1: Yeah.
0: It has. And for y'all, those of y'all that don't know, this this young man down here, he's the he's the big reason that I pack a weapon now. <laughs> he uh, he called me. I was in the field. you remember that, Nick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he called me, and I was in the field, and I was kind of telling him what I was dealing with, what was going on. He goes, dude, you need to have – he goes, what do you carry? I said, a Bowie knife. <laughs> you can just hear a pin drop on the other side
2: of the phone. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Text. We all go – even I go armed, okay? I always protect myself. I'm armed right now. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I took his advice, and now I carry a 45. So if I can't drop something with eight shots from a 45, you know, <laughs> fight's over.
2: <laughs> well, it's always good to have an extra magazine just loaded up in your back pocket. Okay.
1: <laughs> Give me that time to I'm just saying. Good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just nothing wrong with it.
1: I really would like to upgrade your text to a 10 millimeter, though. You know, the 45's is all good, but it goes 950 feet per second, and um, it's made to punch and move things, you know. Uh, the reason I say a 10 millimeter with 200 grain uh, bullets is because that'll drop a grizzly bear, and I know that for a fact. So <laughs> I'm just trying to put it out there to keep people safe. There's a lot of things what? I go out there in the woods with, and it's all to keep me safe and to let me come back home. Well, you know, and the thing about it
0: is, it's not necessarily the cryptids we carry for. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know?
1: oh. oh, yeah.
0: I mean, we've got, you know, when when I was telling you about the supposed tiger sightings and, and, you know, now we've got black bear roaming the area, you know, plus other big cats. And, and then, you know, you have the, the, the crackheads <laughs> on occasion. So, um, but yeah, I, I, and, and Nick, I don't know if you heard the story, but last time we were in the field, the last night we were there, I'm laying there, it's like 1.30 in the morning, and I hear some, what I thought was Gary Jr. walking around my tent, and sure. we're camped on gravel, and, and I mean, it's legitimate heavy bipedal footsteps right so i think it's i, I thought it was probably him getting up and taking a leak or whatever I'm, I'm thinking to myself why are you going to take a leak around my tent you're, you're you're on the other side of the camp yeah go by the trees or something right right right
2: <laughs> yeah you're weirdo
0: you know and i was <laughs> exactly so but it would be just like gary to do that just to kidding me. but um, i'm not calling
2: you a weirdo gary i was
0: kidding <laughs> oh i will but um so i'm, I'm on my cot you know, which is about 18 inches off the ground or so. And and then I've got a mattress on top of it, you know, air mattress on top of it. So I'm pretty far off the ground. Well, then right beside my ear, because I'm pushed up in the corner of my tent and right beside my ear, right outside the tent, I get. So I'm laying there and I'm thinking, okay, well, it could be a bear. It could be a God forbid, a tiger, a big deer, pig. I'm going through on my head what it could be.
2: Serial killer.
0: You know, (laughs) Bigfoot, dog whatever. And uh my next thought was shit, pistol's in my truck. (laughs) So (laughs) so so like any good so like any good researcher would do, I roll over, I grab my phone, I hit record, I lay it down, I go back to sleep, right?
1: So That's the number one thing that's most important. Turn the, <laughs> recorder on and turn the tape recorder on. This so listen. An audio of your uh, demise. <laughs> exactly. You know, so
0: um, I've always said if you found me, if I if, if I end up tore up, it ain't a bear attack. But I can't say that now because now we got freaking bears. But <laughs> so anyway, after listening back within, I think it's like, Thirty seconds, of I uh, hit record. I start hearing tree knocks, you know. And I had—I mean, literally, I just hit record, rolled back, went right back to sleep. You can hear me kind of breathing, and uh, so snoring. That goes on for the next hour and a half. Tree knocks, you know, and you can tell they're—they're—they're they're, they're going. They're in different areas. They're a little ways off, but you can tell they're in different areas. I'm like. Oh, and I'm listening back. To the, I'm sitting here getting goosebumps talking about it. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. you know, so I don't know what it was. I'm not saying it was Bigfoot. I'm just saying I heard definite bipedal footsteps and something blew at me twice beside my tent. So
1: <laughs> You didn't have barbecue slathered on your your body, your barbecue sauce. So he probably took <laughs> the left and banged on the tree saying, forget this guy. Let's eat something else.
0: You know, they're probably going, oh, he sounds just like us. Just leave him alone. (laughs) Of course, at that point, we've been out in the field for like four days. I probably smelled just like him (laughs) too.
1: I'll tell you, though, uh, we have Black Bear where I live in New Jersey. And I'm driving to work one morning. This is a couple years back now. And it's on Mountaintop Road. It's on the top of the mountain. It goes straight across through about three different towns. And as I'm driving around, I look to my left and I see this large black animal and it's on all fours. It was a black bear, one of the biggest black bear, Tex, I've ever seen. Now, Jessica, black bear don't really go that heavy usually, but this one looked to me to be a teenager, very well groomed. I mean, the hair was, was beautiful, beautiful black, and he looked to be about 650 pounds, Tex. I mean, this was a big boy. And um, I stopped the car about 20 feet away. I called the police. I said, you better get animal control up here because there's a big black bear. And you know what the cop asked me? He goes, well, was he being aggressive? <laughs> I said, well, officer, I didn't get out to find out, actually. And I'm on my way to work. So I would get somebody up here. I mean, because as you know, you guys know, not the cop so much, but if a black bear went up to your door and slapped it, that door is open. Oh, yeah. And that's the end of that. I mean, I live next door to Pennsylvania from where I am, and I could hit it in about oh, 40 minutes. And some of the people I know that live up there, I'm, I'm telling you, they're, <laughs> they've now gotten to where they're putting metal doors and they're putting like the old fashioned barricades, you know. They're having it, it built out and up so you can put a piece of wood there. Uh, two pieces, actually, from top and bottom. And most people are using uh, steel. I mean, just oh bash it down and come on in because they're getting real, uh, real bold up there now in Pennsylvania. So, wow, yeah, it's, that's not all you have to watch out for. But Tex, really, did you ever get any bear spray?
0: No, not yet. Oh, man. I, can't, I keep it meaning it to, but gummit, every time every time I'm out, you know, at, at academy or or you know Bass Pro Shops or something, I, it just totally splits my mind, and I yeah, need because to because I would a,
1: rather carry that stuff than a pistol, to be honest. No, no, carry a pistol by all means. I think mean, you need everything you can have. And listen, all it. Holy water. I take white white salt. I take black salt with me. I mean, I take quite a few different things just in case it's something that's that finds me, and um. Yeah. The bear spray, it doesn't just shoot a little stream like regular pepper spray. It shoots a a cone. And the one I carry is 36 feet. It goes out. So you've got a 36-foot cone in seven seconds out there. And I I think it saved me and my team a little problem, you know, a few months back when we were out in the woods. And we heard something like a a bulldozer coming through the woods straight at us. And, I mean, there's there's no bear that kind of makes that kind of noise. You know so I definitely would say please thank you um I would say definitely please get get some bear spray it'll say you know what if it's a wildcat you know a mountain lion or something or a bear for that matter or a coyote at least you're gonna save yourself a lot of problems
2: yeah and Nick you said that you you carry salt with you now is that on a spiritual level or are you saying you protect yourself spiritually I, level. I can yeah. appreciate that
1: the black salt I yeah. carry the white salt I carry holy water um <laughs> You know, it's like anything I can carry with me, I do. And um, yeah. oh, good. We're back to normal again. Um, I even carry this. This is a laser. And it's on the front. It's got a diffuser. And I'll show you in back of me what it does. All right. So it all those are straight laser beams that I would point at a cryptid, an animal or anything. You want to disrupt them in their ears, their nose, their eyes, and their breathing, and this is definitely going to disrupt them—the uh, laser beam, because this is <laughs> this is like ten thousand megawatts. So, and I just—I my assistant just brought me down the battery because I had to recharge it. Um, we were out there uh, today in the rain, New Jersey. It was raining today like crazy, and we were you know looking for some f- things out there that were reported to us. So anytime I get to be in the field, that's where I am, in the field. Yes, I am a 14 researcher. I love doing that. I love going to the old libraries. Love going through their microfilm and microfiche, looking for the old stuff. You know, Jessica, the uh, mm-hmm. stuff from the seventeen and 1800s in the newspaper.
2: Yeah. I mean, back, back before they lied about this stuff, right? <laughs> there,
1: there you go. Yeah. Now, there's a picture of, oh, God, about 20 gentlemen back in the late 1700s with a thunderbird. They're they're in front of a yeah. barn, I mean, come on, they're not lying about it. Why would they want to lie about it? There's no right. reason. Please, somebody out there in <laughs> in the world, tell me what would be their reason back in the 1700s to lie about this thing? You know, I mean, hey, was-
0: Nick one, one, qu- one, one rabbit hole I wanted to go down with you tonight was, you know, and we've been talking about it on our channel for a while. Uh-huh. The uptick we're seeing in reports and encounters of cryptids and, and even spiritual stuff out in the, out in the damn woods. Uh, um,
1: are y'all seeing that too up there? Oh God. Um, I was talking to Jody cook. That's the founder of the NADP about right. seven months ago. We were talking and I said, Jody, something is going on. Now I am the regional manager of region three and region five right now. Cause the five uh, director, he uh, retired.
2: So
1: That's Bob.
2: I, I'm, I'm on Bob's team, by
1: the way. I hope that. Yeah. So he, he, he does Sasquatch stuff now. He doesn't do dog <laughs> man, So I took over. But anyway, I said, I said to him, what's going on in the Northeast? I said, I used to get 10, maybe 12 calls, letters, or emails or messages a week. Now it's up to 40. What wow. is going on? I am getting reports after reports. He goes, that is a hotbed right now. Because from his main central headquarters, he's he's receiving reports. And he's pushing them off on us because, you know, we're in in the region over here. Um, a friend of mine named John in uh, Texas, he was having a lot of problems with Dogman, and he was wondering why. And he lives down there in good old Texas. He's got a ranch with his wife, and there's nobody in the ranch next door to him. The only thing left there is a barn, and the Dogman have been going in that barn at nighttime. And, I mean... He 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 went in there. He has footprints evidence. He photographed it. He's got saliva. I wish he could send it to me because I would get it checked out. And I'll tell your audience I'm not I don't hide anything because remember, guys, my mantra is to prove or to disprove cryptids, you know, that they exist or they don't exist. And I to myself, I've done it three times already with different cryptids. That's Chupacabra, Mothman and Jersey Devil. I've proven to myself that they're just, you know, normal animals. But as far as the dog man goes out out there, I mean, you can't send anything to the to the Smithsonian or to the government to have them check it because it'll right. make it
2: you'll never see it again.
1: No, no, you won't. And I mean, it's like, wow, look at this stuff. But yeah, my my first love is being out there in the field. And yeah, it was raining like crazy, and we had some wicked winds. I think the winds were up to like thirty five miles an hour, but That's the time to be out there. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the best time to be out there. In darkness, that's the best time to be out there. One o'clock in the morning, two o'clock. Because after all, I believe that cryptids, like regular animals, will be out, well, regular predator animals anyway. They'll be out at nighttime looking for Mm -hmm. food, and they sleep during the daytime. So definitely, it's a hotbed. You want to know why it's a (laughs) hotbed?
2: Why is it a hotbed?
1: All right, Tex. And Jessica, the reason I believe it's a hotbed, and I've seen this. And I've, I've checked um, the land developing areas down where my friend John in Texas is and up here in New Jersey and up in Maine and all the other eastern states, northeastern states, where they're really reporting stuff like crazy. And Pennsylvania right now is going wild with reports. I mean, I've been up there twice already in the same area with a team of seven people uh, twice, December and this past April. The reason it's a hop is because they're building. They're building townhouses and they're building houses and they're pushing, oh, yeah. they're pushing the cryptids yeah. out and away. And what do cryptids need? Number one, they need shelter, just like we would if we we're in a forest. Number two, they need water. And number three, they need food. The food is still abundant out there in a the forest because you've got rabbit, fox, possums, and deer, mm-hmm. deer galore in New Jersey. My God, there's so many of them. Uh, but water source, they're going to go towards a water source. And that's, that's the first thing I asked John, I said, where's the water source? And he goes, Oh, it's about a half a mile away. So, mm-hmm. and you know, they're, they're ripping up the land over there and you know, what are they going to do? Come out with their, their whole families and go against giant machines, you know, and show themselves. I doubt it. I mean, they're, they're, they're smart, but they're not that smart. Not at this point in time, but yeah, I think because they're building, yeah. And um, I really wish they wouldn't, because I mean, I live in an area that's—it's really beautiful. There's a lot of forest area, trees, woods. It's—it's it's beautiful, but soon I won't have any place to check out except the cities, you know. Oh yeah. yeah well, you I know, the there. a we're seeing area. a lot.
0: We're seeing a lot of development down here too, and it's—it's uh-huh. uh, <laughs> it's mainly California's moving in. I mean, it really is, and yeah, George, unfortunately, we're just seeing the same. Yeah, yeah. We, unfortunately, we don't. They they don't understand moving out in the country what that entails. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lot of them don't, um, but uh, they 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 find out pretty quick. But uh, you know, and and somebody made a comment. You know, it, it's not only the cryptids and stuff we're seeing. It a lot of UFOs too. A lot of UFO activity. Now I don't know what UFOs are. I don't pretend to know.
1: Yeah.
0: I suppose we. I guess I'm still in denial about this, Jessica. (laughs) 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 Evidently, I was. Tax, embrace it. Well, it's it's easier said than done. I
2: know it is. Um,
0: Evidently, I was I was abducted at one point. Um, I uh, the, well, the, and honestly, the only saving grace for me is, is <laughs> Jessica. Remote viewed this, and and she said I put up a fight, and that's the, my only saving grace. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't go, I didn't go quietly into the night. So, <laughs>
2: but you attempted to, you attempted to. It was good enough. Right. There's, uh, yeah.
1: Guys, did you, did, I, I hate to repeat this because I've I've said it at least on three other podcasts, but have either of you heard about? the six-month research that I did into Dogman and Sasquatch sightings that also incorporate seeing a, I might as well call it a UFO instead of a light, a UFO in the sky before their encounter or
2: with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Did you hear about me I, mentioning that?
2: I have not heard that yet, but I can tell you, I'm, I'm a boots on the ground researcher myself. I've been doing it for many years mm. and we often have UFOs, some sort of orbs or UFOs or both in the vicinity when we're out there doing our Bigfoot field research.
1: Well, after, after, I, I just wanted a six month period of time doing my research. And I took the dates of uh, 1995 to 2015 And I tried my best to contact the people, uh, and I either went to them, even if they were in another state, or I spoke to them on the phone, which was the majority of the time, or I did uh, messaging with them or emails. And I told them strict confidentiality. Now, my research was this. They either had a sighting or an encounter of a dogman or a Sasquatch. And did they see anything else? I, I had an encounter with a dog man. I'm going to call it an encounter, not a sighting, because I was there for a minute and almost 10 seconds. And what I saw after the dog man left the area in the sky, approximately 120, 130 feet away, was a bright light. Now, I did this research and I stopped in the, in the high 300s after six months. But wow. I still got information coming into me. So I continued it, but not, not, you know, on, you know, for podcasts or anything like that, just for my own mm-hmm. notification. I continued it. And at this point, it's close to 700 people that have seen or, you know, have sighted or had an encounter with a dogman or a Sasquatch and saw, I'm going to call it a UFO, in the sky before, after, or both before and after the sighting or encounter. All right. Yeah. And, The last time I was on a show, that person admitted to me seeing a dog man and also seeing a light in the sky after it left. So my percentage of people, are you ready for this? It's now close to 93% of the people that have had a sighting or an encounter have also seen a UFO in the sky.
2: Yeah. I'm glad that you've acknowledged that. That's interesting because my team, you know, I, I say I've been a field researcher for a long time. It's been 12 years. OK, doing boots on the ground research. And a lot of people know I, I didn't go public. Uh, and I did mention earlier, I'm on Grumpy's team that was the region five director. Um, I'm part of his North Georgia cryptid researchers and, uh, and a couple of other teams. Uh, but we, we oftentimes see UFOs when we're out in the field, um, when, when there's when there's one phenomenon, there's there's usually another or two or five. <laughs> so right. you know it's it, but you know a lot of a lot of other research organizations they don't even acknowledge that and if if they take a report on it they scrub it you know they don't yeah. even they don't even take the report that there's a that's
1: ufo yeah.
2: yeah so yeah we've
1: been we've been hearing a lot about that that's for sure yeah like like mufon unless it's in their parameters they won't take the report and it's like really yeah i've and, done investigative work Uh, for the military and for the police in my lifetime. And I know for a fact that it doesn't matter if you found this little piece of paper with a little piece of writing on it, everything in at the scene or around that scene is considered evidence. And you never know. The littlest thing. I know a unlit match. In the old days, we used to have matchbooks and you would take a match out and you'd strike it. It was made out of cardboard and the top was, you know, was lit because they had the sulfur uh, compound on there. I know at a scene, there was a murder scene that I investigated. There was a match unlit on the floor, which indicated to me that the person that was there was a smoker and he struck the match. It didn't go off. And he did it a second time because we also found a lit match that was used. So, I mean, here, it gave me a, a little bit more evidence into who this person was. This guy's a smoker. He carries old fashioned matches. You know, we did wind up catching him because wow. we put a lot of little things together. So, you know, the same thing with cryptozoology. You can't say no. You've you got to think outside the box. Now, Absolutely. I, know I that all the time. But please, people, cryptozoology, if you're a researcher or an investigator, please look at all of the evidence. Yeah. I hope you remember what I also told you just to look up. You know, when yeah. you're out there in the field, you never know what's in that tree. You never know.
2: Trees and the sky, both of them. And, you know, and, and it's interesting, Nick, that we're talking about this because my team is all trained in remote viewing. Uh, the head of my team, we, we started off as just a Bigfoot research organization. And uh, and I and I, I joined their team, you know, uh, kind of early on. And, uh, and the head of my team is a, an amazing remote viewer and amongst many other things and he he said you know we started having all this et contact and ufo activity out there and he said well i think it's time to teach the whole team remote viewing and so it takes a whole other level it takes us it takes a different angle on the research uh, but you know and it also we have a team of people that are very psychically switched on now and that makes a big difference when you're out in the field doing paranormal research and you know oh. being able to communicate with bigfoot you know or or dogman i haven't come across a dogman yet <laughs> you don't <want> to. You <laughs> i don't well I wouldn't mind seeing one from a distance.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's another tip. Let me throw it at your audience. Uh, uh, what I use, I use a little tip from the military. Take with you a, a telescope, a, a small telescope or a pair of binoculars, wide mm-hmm. angle. And before you go to the area, say you're on the edge of the forest, stay away from it about 50 feet and check it all out. View it. Check it all out, up and down, in the trees, and in, and, and zoom in on what you can. Then as you go in another 50 feet, take the time to stop and listen, and use your binoculars again if you can, because you never know. You might see something. Um, I wear these ear protectors that you can use when you go shooting that you can hear the person next to you talk if there's no shooting going on, because yeah. it enhances your hearing. So- Animals have enhanced hearing. So now I'm out there and I have enhanced hearing. I also go out there with um, thermal sights. Um, I don't use the ones on the helmet. I use a, it's, it's about the size of this here. It's a handheld, costs $3,000. But a thermal sight, I'm going to tell you, when I'm out there looking around with that thermal sight, I picked out a bear that was standing out there about 50 feet away from my team. And we just went the opposite way. I'm going to tell you. I mean, we don't need to play with them. We're fully jocked up out there, Tech. So, you know, I, I practice what I preach. You know, we have, we have guns on us. We're not out there to hunt, but we want to make it safe home. And here I'll, uh, I don't know, I guess I didn't demonstrate these last time. These are electronic flashbangs. Now, you wouldn't use a regular flashbang in the forest because you're going to set it on fire regular flash bang will give you 10 bangs and ten flashes and unfortunately it's there's fire in them and I don't want to set anything on fire so with these if if they're still charged we used them the other day see if they'll go off as you can see as you can hear that that's 146 decibels
2: Oh, yeah, I took my earbud out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what I also carry is this. This is a high-decibel whistle. It's about 140 decibels. Um, I won't blow it. <laughs> <laughs> just warn us first. <laughs> my ears Right now, just, just from this electronic thing. But, yeah, yeah, all of our members carry two of these. And oops, oh, <laughs> that's the only problem. They'll keep going off for, for a period of time. I mean, oh my gosh! I and everything. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, the white yeah. salt, black salt, the holy water. I mean, I don't know what it is out there. Right. And turns out to be a a spiritual being that turns into yeah. a corporal being when he's out there. Uh, if I throw salt on him, maybe maybe it might help. Maybe not. You know, the black I mean, salt, the
2: salt. It could be demonic. You never know. I mean, oh,
1: I holy water. You know. Yeah. I'll be spreading that around here too, uh, but before he gets that close to me, I guess he's going to have quite a few, uh, <laughs> yeah, pieces of grass uh, in them, you know. But we'll see.
0: What, what I what here's what I'm going to do. I, when, when I do buy the bear spray, and I promise you, Nick, I will buy some bear spray before I go out in the field next thank time. God. I swear. Oh, thank God. I'm going to go have it blessed. So
2: awesome.
0: I'm killing two. Spray. I'm killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> you know.
1: His, his over here. His idea was great, Jessica. I yeah. like that. I wonder if the local Catholic priest will bless my bear sprays. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got him now. You bless go, your oh, bullets. What? Now, here's something else we think we have to think about, and I've mentioned it numerous times, um, because of the saying that they have with Sasquatch: where the footprint ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen Sasquatch footprints, and I know they're squatch footprints because they're different from Dogman prints and that the, the nails on the Dogman prints are way different, and they're smaller. And you go into a field, and there's no trees around, and you're like 200, 300 feet into a field, uh, and the footprint stops right there. Yep. Now, the, the Sasquatch didn't backtrack. The nope. normal ridges <laughs> will never match up. I don't care who they are. I don't up. believe, them. and they can't really jump that far, and there's no trees around. I mean, come on. Now, do they use a portal to go to a different dimension? That's yes. something else we got to think about.
2: Or <laughs> I think so.
1: Or has the UFO sucked them up top? You know, said okay. Probably. Not... Well,
0: see, and that's kind of okay when
1: when,
0: you, when people talk about Bigfoot being. You know, alien, and always seeing a a, a, a lot of times seeing a UFO in conjunction with a Bigfoot sighting. Some people say they seem getting on them or off of them. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. My answer to that, in my own mind, is well, why not? If they're abducting us and experimenting on us, why wouldn't they abduct these critters too? They're fat. They're more fascinating than we are, from our point of view. Yeah, but if they're—I if, mean, if they're doing the thing, same thing to cattle and horses and and other and us and everything else—why not Bigfoot? You know, so I'm not necessarily convinced that Bigfoot is an extraterrestrial.
1: Well, I don't know. It, it could, they, Bigfoot, Dogman—they could be mm-hmm. uh, the forward soldiers that they put down here to check out the Earth. Who knows? they could be yeah i mean that's just it we don't know (laughs) yeah that's that's why i'm out there as much as possible and i I mean as much as possible like i said it was raining out there didn't matter we had it scheduled we went out we checked the area out to you know make sure what the person was saying uh, was on the up and up and we wanted to try to find evidence Um, obviously
0: you know my experience is actually unfortunately the worst the weather the the better the activity because i think they use the rain as as cover when they're moving oh yeah especially when they're trying to watch us you know because it it distorts your vision it distorts your hearing
1: so why wouldn't they? makes you uncomfortable you don't want to be out there but my team my team and i use the same thing we use the rain so that we can try to sneak up on them too and one of one of my teammates Last month, when it was really pouring, it was every Saturday, it seemed like it was pouring. And we were out there, it was like 10.30 at night. One of my teammates thought he saw a, a Sasquatch out there in New Jersey of all places. It's a federal forest area that we were in. And he thought he saw it. And, he, you know, by the time he called everybody's attention to it, to turn around, you know, it was gone. Now, yeah, they'll yep. use that. And they'll use their abilities – to become opaque, I believe. I believe that anyway, because a lot of times, you know, a lot of people that I've interviewed in my research, they said they saw it in one minute and then it took a step and turned and then it was gone. Gone where? There was no trees, no rock, no anything. What happened? You know, so that that's what I'm wondering. Uh, that was kind of fast for a portal, but that's possible. But I think they can make themselves opaque. Uh Well, I don't
0: necessarily think that's Bigfoot. (laughs) I think that's more probably on the spiritual side of things, because what we've been talking about is all this stuff that we've been encountering. And I know I've said this a million times. I've beaten this dead horse. But if you talk to somebody and they say, I saw this large humanoid with red glowing eyes at the foot of my bed. Oh, that was a demon. But if you take somebody that, oh, I saw a uh, large humanoid thing, you know, out in the woods with growing red eyes. Oh, well, it must have been a Bigfoot. Well, I think we're seeing the same damn thing because I think for some reason, and maybe it's just to get close to, closer to us without, I don't know, because they know we're out looking for these critters or something, but they seem to be making themselves appear like these critters, like these critters. And I don't know if it's to get their foot in the door with us. And, you know, people talk about mind speak and everything. And like I've said a million times before, I'm not convinced it's Bigfoot that they're talking to. <laughs> you know?
2: Well, I um, personally think there's a whole combination of stuff going on out there from my personal experience. Exactly. Yes, they do mind speak. Absolutely. Uh, I believe that they are. some of them are fully capable of mind control. Okay, And, you know, you talk to people who have had abduction experiences. Uh, They get screen memories. I think that perhaps Sasquatch is able to do that as well. Some of them, at least I think not all of them. Uh, But yeah. And in some cases, I do believe they are coming in and out of portals. My team has actually documented one. And as a matter of fact, Grumpy, the former Region 5 Dogman, North American Dogman Project director walked into one and we (laughs) documented it as a team and he walked out of it uh and so yeah he he talks about it to this day uh, it was it's a big deal and uh we haven't released that to the public yet that footage but um but yeah we we do know that there w- w- this is what we consider a portal uh and uh and so there's that and also i believe that there is something that maybe we just don't have the right rods and cones in our eyes to be able to see them in, in some uh like part of our vision, like our vision's not strong enough yeah. to see them or something uh, it, 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 in some density.
1: We're not on, okay. we don't have the spectrum. My <laughs> research to that, Jessica, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I believe that I could have things near me right now. It's mm-hmm. possible, right near totally. me. Totally. Right As humans, we only see 10% of the full light spectrum. Right. So we've got 90% that we can't see. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what is actually around us. I mean, they could be here from another dimension. They can't touch us, we can't touch them, but they could be here actually, and we can't see them. That's the reason why I tell a lot of people that, they say, oh, I was out in the woods and I had my recorder on. And when I got home, I heard the screams and I heard the shouts and I heard the, uh, the growling. Why didn't I hear it when I was there? Because the machine will pick up things that your ears can't. The same yeah. thing with the camera, the camera will pick up certain spectrum of the light that your eyes can't see until it picks it up, and now it's a machine and it translates it for you. So yeah, what yeah. you did is perfect. I wish people would get this into their heads and incorporate it into their uh, research out there and their field investigation. Mm-hmm. Make things a lot easier.
2: It would, I I just have an open oh, mind. Okay,
1: so I, I, and, and as I've said a
0: lot of times on this channel, we we had, you know, and I said it the other day, I was, I was gonna, I'm gonna rewrite the about portion of our channel, okay? <laughs> Uh-oh. And, well, and I see that it's written so much. We're a group of like-minded people, blah, 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 right? That but- is the exact opposite <laughs> of what we are. We're a group of unlike-minded people. You know, we we have different viewpoints and we, we have different beliefs and stuff. Uh, and Jessica, my question to you is... How do we know this is Bigfoot that's able to do this stuff? How, how can, how do you, you know, because, because they, they, if you contact them, they say they are, are we supposed to take their word for it?
2: Well, I mean, it depends. It depends, Tex. First of all, how do we know anything? You know, well, we, and may, exactly. we may be that, in a matrix kind of reality point. right now, and this all might be fake. Who knows? <laughs> but I can also tell <laughs> you. Like Jason that, says,
0: uh, he's 30 seconds for saying it's all paranormal and done.
2: You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, my like I, everyone knows, my team is uh, full of remote viewers, and, uh, you know, right. sometimes we're able to communicate with the beings out there and, and whatnot. So, you know, and, and that's not public information. So, however, I right. can say. That we, um, you know, I, I believe it. All I can tell you is that I, I can, I know what I've experienced personally.
0: Right. Okay. Right, right.
2: And so, and I, and I know and that's my story and that's my reality. That's not everybody's reality. Okay? Exactly. So exactly. It's all it's all different. So, and I'm not out here to prove anything to anybody. Right.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. And and and, I, and I'm 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 not trying to bicker with you for sure we you know we love these discussions because we don't agree and we're able to have these discussions
2: yeah but but we're kind of divided up just like the general bigfoot community is you know and so and that's fine that's well it's great it's actually really good
0: that's what i'm saying i think we're showing people how to argue (laughs) in a nice way (laughs) well and i think that's allowing us to bridge the gap because it is if if we can if we can Have these discussions without animosity and, you know, and everything. Hopefully that will, you know, we can lead by example and other people will have it. But that's what I, that's my goal.
2: Yeah. But I think we're doing a good
0: job. My question is since you, I mean, and you said it, we don't know anything, right?
2: The more I learn, the less I know.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Is it more of a, is it when, when, when these, I'm going to call them beings. When these beings communicate with you, is it more of a is it more of a feeling that you know that they're being honest with you, or no? I, I'm, I'm I don't I'm, communicate with, with them all curious. the time. Now, now, listen, I'm not one of those no, people no,
2: that communicates I mean, with them all can, the
0: time. You know, it, it happens <laughs> every once in a while, like you said. There you are, know. there
2: has been communication and yes, they are. Right. I mean, they're, they're real. Yes, I do believe so. Uh, and okay. as a remote viewer, you do, you pick up on things and you, you can, you know, what's what. I mean, I've
0: experienced a little bit of, of, a little bit of that myself, you know, with going out in the field, oh, I getting this vibe, I'm getting this vibe, you know, mm-hmm. I have to trust myself.
2: You got to go with your gut too.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. you know, I guess just I'm just, with
2: humans. Yeah,
0: I guess <laughs> what know? I'm I'm just trying to, you know, if if anybody else is having these experiences, you know, looking for advice, you know, because yeah, God, you don't, God, you God know, a lot. I, I've I've ran into some a lot of weird crap out
2: there. Oh uh, man, you know, and you, we all have, and uh, yeah, you know, and, and, and we just, have to be very careful because there can be trickster spirits out there and things mm-hmm, that are trying mm-hmm. to throw us off and are trying to. Deceive us just like we have trickster humans. Okay, right. So it's uh I it's, know it's, Jason's
0: it's, horrible, isn't he? <laughs> Jason,
2: yeah, you know he's he's been pretty nice <laughs> to me so far. So
0: <laughs> well, it's because I keep I keep him on short leash. But um <laughs> Nick, um, I'm getting a, I've I've seen the question pop up several times, and I'll throw my two cents in, but I want to give you the first right re- first check out of the box, and then we'll go to Jessica. What are your what are your thoughts on the little people? As in the fairies? Yeah, um, you know, the, the gnomes,
2: little gnomes, oh, things little, and,
0: and, and even what do they call them? The it's not gugway, it's is it?
2: No, gugways the, the, are the, the mutated Sasquatch. are the
0: big uh, s- yeah. face eating Those are definitely yeah. not little what, people. What are, what are, <laughs> I am so sorry, guys. I just went blank. What are the little things that look like Bigfoot?
2: Uh and I'm not talking about little Puckwood, oh, puck
1: right? right? gotcha. yeah, 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 he yeah, yeah.
2: walks. <laughs> yeah. is what I think. Yeah,
1: I've never what? come across one, and I've only interviewed three people that, and two of them were from Ireland, uh, and they thought they were some kind of a fairy, but they were nasty-looking little things. Um, I, I, I know, I know. I've only had, like I said, three interviews with people, and from what I read about them. I kind of believe that they do exist.
2: Yeah, right? With all the other you stuff know, we've seen well, out there.
1: In the <laughs> nature, we have, we have small people, you know, midgets and dwarfs. And we also have giant people, you know, some of these basketball players and even people yeah. that don't play basketball. Look at Andre the Giant, the wrestler. So we're going to have all sizes of people, you know, and we're going to have the average people too. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're related to Sasquatch. I just think they're related to something else. And that can be from a uh, a time thousands and thousands of years ago, and they're they're yeah. still existing today. I I kind of believe that they probably do exist.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I one of one of the guys I go out in the field with pretty often is uh, you guys might know heard of his name. It's David Pardue up in North Carolina, and uh, and he's with um, North Carolina. Cryptid Carolina Cryptid Research Organization. I can't. Remember. I don't know if that's the right name. I can't think right now. But um, but Pardue has a video, and he actually we I had him on my show a while back, uh-huh. and he uh he filmed some little people. I mean, it, it looks like little people, but the conclusion we've come to with that video, or he came to, we think those are alien, some sort of like an ET or something. But they look <laughs> like little people. There were four of them running through the woods. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a so, possibility. I mean, like we all we all agreed, you know, we're not we're not all like minded, but we did agree that you know it could be something else, and it could be alien. So I think so. A possibility because you don't see them that often, and I don't get very many reports. And I do crypt, I do dog man mainly, but I do cryptozoology as a whole. And um, by the way, that's why I started the. Uh, Quad Coalition of Sciences, because I tried to bring in paranormal, cryptozoology, zoology, and, um, you know, just everyday science, uh, all brought into one lump, you know, hoping that everybody wouldn't argue about it, and everybody would donate, you know, some sort of knowledge towards us so we can find even the littlest, tiniest piece of evidence, you know, try to get some sort of a question answered. Uh, So far so bad I've only got about a thousand plus members on there And people are just reading What we're putting up there so far But one of these days we'll get across it (laughs) Your stools dry, hard, and or lumpy? Your stools are difficult or painful to pass? Do you have stomach aches and maybe stomach cramps?